0: Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.
1: Ready for a
2: digital dive? You're listening to the GZ Chop Shop Podcast, the weekly tech and gaming media podcast that breaks down the latest news, lore, and more. So plug in, because the GZ Chop Shop starts now. Yo, what is up everybody? Welcome back to another week of the GZ Chop Shop Podcast. And this week is gonna be a very interesting one. Um, because we are gonna talk about our belief. Well, actually, it's not even belief predictions. The the list is kind of already starting to formulate for games for game of the. Th- there's year. a lot of
1: there's a lot of opinions. There's no official like nominations out yet it's not quite we'll we'll see that in november um every year okay. the dates a little different um like for like for cutoffs for when games can be eligible and and all that and then uh when they officially put the list out uh the game game of the year um is this year is it's going to be on december 7th um but when they put the nominations out the official ones we're not going to see that quite yet uh, another another couple weeks or so, um, but there's a lot of opinions out right now. Um, so yeah, we're gonna we're just gonna kind of touch on our thoughts here and what to expect, and uh, some speculation, and throw some numbers out, and then uh, see what you guys think. All right. So first things first, right? What what is what is game of the year? What does it mean? So game of the year typically is an award, right? That if you're not aware, it goes out to a game that stands out above all others. It's the most immersive. It's challenging, inspiring form of of entertainment. Uh some people uh some forms of media when uh the, when they're going over the the potential uh titles up for this award might use the word in- innovative. I think that's a bit of a stretch sometimes when I hear that word only because it's a little it's a little more challenging these days for a game to be specifically innovative, right? Um but all around it has to be a game that stands out additionally uh when it comes down to the votes, it's ten percent our say right we can go onto the website and we can put in our votes and that's ten percent of the uh total uh like percentage of of votes counted and then the other ninety percent are um basically like uh high high end gamers high uh forms of media just. Various things across the board that, that play these games and then they form their own personal opinion. The quote-unquote um, experts in the field. Experts in the field, right. Um, so last year was a, a big deal. There was a lot of arguing and stuff. And last year, the, the two games that were uh, head-to-head here was um, Ragnarok, okay, God of War, and um, Elden Ring. And both of them won quite a few awards. They both did very well. Uh, I think uh, Ragnarok was the one that won. I forget the, the actor, but the, uh, a voice actor won a like, best vo- voice actor. Um, but Elden Ring ultimately took it. Um, and there was 31 categories total. Now, I haven't seen anything official yet. Maybe you guys have. I haven't. Because um, every year, they've been kind of seemingly, almost every year, they've been kind of adding a new category um i'm just assuming this year it's going to be 31 again not counting um people's choice Mm -hmm. Uh, people's choice is a category um well it's not an official category it's like a separate it's like its own like honorary honorary yeah but it's not considered like one of the 31 um but it is on there but uh you know a lot of games have come out this year and i think uh What can be challenging, right, is when they're going to choose these games. A lot of games have come out the entire year, more than some of us can keep up with. And if you're playing some of your maybe more favorite games that you've enjoyed the most towards the end of the year, um, or just a game that you've really liked and it's closer to the end of the year, closer to the gaming awards, but there's other games that are just as good that came out early in the year, you might forget about them, right? Which is, uh, I I think that's kind of one of many reasons why our vote doesn't get a bigger count, right? Because we're, you know, we all have our opinions on this, but we're all. I think we can all agree that if it, if it came down to our say being the vote that votes that counted, like period, you would see severe biases. You would see mm-hmm. people trying to drag games down. Um, see all kinds of just kind of be console wars yeah it, it'd be ridiculous so it's best to just leave it up to to quote unquote experts of the field to come up with their their personal and and let us have like a, a small percentage um but you know we'll I, I'm, I'm gonna name a few games here that people are talking about and uh throw some other games out um and you know tachi if you remember some throw some out but you know th- uh this year of course we we've had Starfield, right that was a big one um, we before Starfield, Microsoft dropped another one, uh, Redfall, which I don't know how that made it on some people's personal opinion list. That's but really? that one, I it, it really did, dude. It really did. Um, most of the lists I've seen, Redfall was definitely not on there, but I have seen a few lists where Redfall was on there, and again, that comes back to like that, that, that uh, gamer bias. bias. Yeah. Uh, ultimately right i mean i i guess at the end of the day we all we all have our own personal shitty game maybe we like i guess that's what that is uh Le- legend of zelda tears of kingdom obviously uh um we have wild hearts final fantasy um armored core fires of rubicon oh that's a big one for you man um lies of peace sea of stars star wars jedi survivor you know when i saw that on the mm. list of games for this year Obviously I remember survive. Like I remember the game. It was a great game when it came out, but for some reason in my head, I was thinking last
0: year. I don't know why.
1: Um, but anyways, um, Diablo four. I don't know if I said that one yet. Hogwarts legacy guys don't sleep on that because that was a very popular one. That was, that was a big game. one. <laughs> that was a big one. Boulder's gate three. Uh, shall I say more on them? Um, <laughs> you know, uh, Wolong Fallen Dynasty. I don't know if that one came out yet or not. I don't think it Oh yeah, no, it came out back in, in, in out. February. Came out came out in February. Uh the day before, etc. Um I don't know if there's any particular ones uh Atachi that you you remember.
2: Um, um I can speak on the ones that I've actually played. Uh Zelda: Tears of the Kingdom, I definitely see making it all the way to the final cut because there was just so much creativity and depth to that game which also i want to say people have always um butt heads on uh, sequels and stuff but i'm a firm believer if if it isn't broke don't fix it if you got a formula that works use it you know and tears of the kingdom just expanded on our already successful formula they didn't see a reason to reinvent the wheel and it wound up being better now it's 10 true. out of 10 across the board, by the way, yeah, it's, it's, it's a solid action RPG. And we've seen people do some creative things in that game, like recreating a Batmobile in the game. And Nintendo doesn't have mods. There's no PC porting any of that. That's all tools available in the game that people are building that stuff with to make their game experience just that more in depth. And it's a phenomenal game. Um, I'm really surprised to hear Armor Core on the list. Do I think it will make the final cut? No, um, because it's just not a genre I think the industry sees a- as a. I want to say beacon for other games because when you look at game of the game of the year and games that make it there's a certain genre that they usually gravitate towards and there's usually always an RPG element to, to most of those games, at least for the last few years, the year before Elden Ring won, it was Sekiro uh, a, a souls souls like, you know um, action RPG of sorts. And then Elden Ring wins. It's an RPG. Um, So they're looking for, very intense story driven games and armor core fires Rubicon. If you guys have been listening to the show, you know, I love armor core six. It's, it's a phenomenal game. I think it's a really good, uh, if you listen to the story, which is the thing you have to listen to the story. Most of the gameplay mechanics is you and met combat while the story is taking place around you in form of dialogue. That's the story. The dialogue is the story. A lot of people don't have the attention span or are willing to do the reading and listening to put the story together themselves, which was what the issue was with Elden Ring. A lot of people were saying there was no story because you had to go piece it together. You had to do the legwork to figure out the story outside of the cinematics. But that's the thing. Elden Ring had cinematics to guide the story along to yeah. give you enough to go off of while the whole bigger picture you had to put together armor core doesn't hold your hand that uh, way. armor cores are uh, armor core is um, from soft's
1: baby. Um, and they always take good care of their baby, man. They, they always produce for the most part, most of their armor core games are really good. I haven't played this one yet it's on my to-do list.
2: Yeah. Um, such a good game.
1: But um, Hogwarts legacy overwhelmingly positive for the year across consoles and PC strong Um, start to the year. I, if I had to choose like which, which three I think are going to go head to head, my personal opinion is going to be tears of the kingdom, Hogwarts legacy and boulders gate
2: three. I a hundred
1: percent agree with that list. the, 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 those are my three right there.
2: Yeah, I didn't play Hogwarts uh, Legacy, so I can't speak on Hogwarts Legacy, but the reviews pretty much spoke for themselves. The gamers comments on videos speak for themselves. It's been overwhelmingly positive. We know that Harry Potter in general has a huge following. So the developers, they had to do this game justice and they did. Apparently, it's like, I guess it's every Harry Potter's fans dream. And this game has delivered. It's it's been phenomenal. And a sign that a game is really, really good. Is it not going on sale within the first six months of release? I still think that game hasn't had a huge sale yet. That's usually a sign of a good game when it's not on sale when it's in its like first year.
1: Yeah. And, you know, Hogwarts Legacy came out in February. So it was it was yeah, it was an early start to the year. And um. You know, I I all, all I can see like me, I'm a I'm mainly a PC gamer, and then I have a, a PS5 and a Switch. Um, you know, at least on Steam, Hogwarts is 150,000 very positive reviews. People are very happy with it. Um, a lot of content creators really loved it. Um, so it was very impactful. It was a very fun game, and it was definitely an entirely brand new Hogwarts experience for people. Um, Baldur's Gate three. Was exclusively PC up until what? Maybe a month ago. I think. I think in September. September was it September that they released on uh, on console? Yes, five. On Steam right now, three hundred and thirty-two thousand four hundred seventy-six overwhelmingly positive reviews. That is insane. Not only that, but. It, Guys, it broke the record. If you guys didn't already know this, it broke the record as the highest rating PC game of all time. Not not game of all time, just PC game of all time. But that in of itself is a major major feat. Um, and I know a lot of people, um, you know, lean more towards Microsoft and their games and stuff. Uh, me personally, I'm a I'm a huge Halo fan, regardless of the last couple of Halos. That have come out. Um, however, guys, I got I got to be honest here. Starfield, um, is it a cool game? Yes. Is it doing anything different that No Man's Sky or
2: Star Citizen? You know, Star
1: Citizen did not really. I, maybe you could argue that there's more of you know a, a story there. Maybe it's a little more in depth.
0: Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter.
1: but it's it's really just another space game by Bethesda. If you like Bethesda games, you'll you'll like Starfield. But ultimately across the board, they're rating a, about a 7 to 8 um on I mean, I'll pull it up here on Steam. Um you know, and and, and obviously it's on console as well, but on Steam it's mostly mostly positive. Recent reviews are mixed. Uh 68,000 uh mostly positive reviews. And that's not those aren't bad numbers. Um, but ultimately, when you look at all of the stuff across the board, whether it's just PC or, or PC and console, and then uh, the IGN, PC Gamer, um, all that stuff, you look at all these reviews and what people are saying, I'm sorry, but Starfield just does not come close to all of these other games, um, or at least a handful of these other games anyways, uh, this year. Um so I I really think Baldur's Gate 3 is probably going to take it this year. I'd be surprised. If it gets beat out, it, it's probably going to be Zelda.
2: And the thing, though, one thing that I'm wondering, because as much as you and I agree that Baldur's Gate probably could win, I'm wondering if there's going to be some issues with their nomination because of the w- world they're attached to. Um <clears throat> they are attached to D&D. So a lot of people could argue well they have D&D to pull from. So would they even be allowed to be nominated? Because you know, the whole the whole realm of, of D&D has existed long before and you know, Larian Studios pretty much builds their games from the DD world divinity Baldur's yeah. gate one and i two. see where
1: you're coming from but the counter a big counter argument to that would be D is when you're when you're playing DD, all right the stories that you see in games are not stories that come from DD. D gives you the characters they give you the abilities you can choose from but ultimately The stories you create, the characters you make, everything that you bring to life is, is original based off just the characters and designs that they give you to, but everything else is from imagination. So it'd be a little hard to argue that ultimately it's still a game and it's still made an impression.
2: And I, like I said, I would like to see Baldur's Gate win game of the year. I do think it'll get nominated. Um, that's just my only concern as the time has come, as the time comes closer is will it be being part of D&D work against it? Uh, unfortunately, I, I but I agree with you. I don't think it will. Um, but I'm sure that that's, that's a discussion, <clears throat> especially when you have games that have created a completely uh they they are their own world like Zelda you know Starfield um and uh Harry Potter uh Hogwarts Legacy um so which i guess you could probably make the same argument with Hogwarts Legacy cuz they're pulling from the Harry Potter universe so yeah you yeah Baldur's Gate probably will be fine it'll probably be safe and and be able to be nominated which me personally, I want to see that as the winner because they they thought of almost any everything in that game. Well, you
1: know it's it just seems like it's been an issue over the past several years. Um, we get games that aren't quite completed or they're buggy as hell, and then if you want to continue the story, you have to continue to buy DLCs, or you want to wait several weeks after a game is released for patches to fix the game because it almost feels unplayable sometimes. Um, They gave us a game that was finished. That was completed. Yes, there've been patches, but they weren't patches for anything major. They were typical little things. Bug um, fixes. Yeah. They didn't have to like massively, they didn't have to do what Diablo did and majorly overhaul their game because they were claiming that, you know, the balance was completely one-sided depending on your point of view of, of that whole situation. People are getting very tired of if they want to play a game and enjoy it. Well, they can't really do that unless they have the battle pass or the super battle pass or the super mega awesome battle <laughs> pass, whatever dumb shit they make up. Now, like people are getting tired of it and boulders Gate, Larry and Larry proved that, Hey, you can make a game. It can be complete. You can spend $60, $70 on it and it can feel like you actually made your, or you, you spent your money and it was worth it, not made your money. You spent spent your money, <laughs> it was worth it and your time was, was worth it. Um, yep. What I disagree with and I know I'll probably receive some flack for this one. Look, I love Resident Evil and Dead Space and I, I love those kind of games, but I do not think remakes and reboots, even if they're just graphical, whatever, I do not think they should ever be up for game of the year. I don't like, think I, they will ever. I don't, yeah.
2: I don't think they will. Um if they if they had a category for best DLC, which for some reason I thought they did. But if they ever came out with a category for that, um my nomination would go to Cyberpunk Phantom Liberty.
1: <laughs> Hands down. Hey, maybe they'll add it cuz yeah, you're right, it's not a category, but I, I mean DLCs pop out so All the time. Damn much now, like that's that's over half of what a game is apparently now. Yeah,
2: so. yeah you know, the, the it's game of the year and then you know, right below that should be like DLC of the year because literally that's the other half of the game. But yeah, I know. Um I agree with those predictions. I think those will be the the top three. Um, I also agree with, I also agree with the Starfield one because I was sitting here when you mentioned it and you're like, you know, people are saying that that I think that's just stubborn pushback because there's been so much headbutting over Starfield that the community is determined to at least get it in there just to get it in there. Y'all, I don't know how y'all are
1: sticking with with Xbox and Microsoft after this. And this is coming from a, a I used to be an Xbox player, man. I, the amount of times that they screw you guys over and up your passes, which hey, by all means, Sony Sony does the same shit too with 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 the with that with the uh, up in the the damn Game Pass or whatever the hell the premium they <laughs> up their premium. It's so all these battle passes, everything's they're, a fucking pass now. Piss me off. That's why I play mainly PC, man. Um, but. Damn, now they're like shutting y'all's cloud servers down. I mean, that's so I'd be I'd be done with Microsoft after that one.
2: And I just want to say for the record, because I know people will probably be like, you guys just hate Xbox. I got my start of next gen on Xbox. I was loyal. I did a 360. Then I got hit with the red ring of death. That broke my heart. And the only reason I started getting into PlayStation is because Microsoft hit me with that, that red ring of death, which we found out later in a legal battle, they had designed in the system on purpose to make people send in their systems and they still charged you a fee for them to fix it. So they had found a way to not only get you to buy the system, but then charge you again for that system, making extra money. It was a whole legal battle. And I got another 360 when I went to a school when I joined the military, got a boot camp, went to a school. I didn't give up on him. I had a PS3 already at the time. I traded my busted 360 with all my games I had been collecting. Got a PS3. Microsoft pushed me to Sony, but I hadn't given up yet. I went. Bought another 360 from one of the guys in a school. He was leaving. He didn't want to take it with him. So I bought it off of him because I still wanted to have an Xbox. Learned from a guy. He taught me. How to fry the chip in the 360 to avoid the red ring of death. Did that. That 360 lasted me until two years ago. Mind you, I went to a school in like oh nine. So that 360 is the only Xbox console that lasted me. Xbox one came out. It was basically a media media console. We barely used it. Traded it in. For the slim version, day one from GameStop. I don't know if I told you this. Day one from GameStop, fresh out of the box, but the Minecraft bundle didn't work. Didn't even turn on. Faulty system. So I had to go back to the GameStop to get another one. That one lasted me from, I want to say, like, 2016 till 2019 and the reason it stopped working is because one day it was I guess it was mid update we had a blackout it stopped working after that because fun fact people probably don't know when microsoft when xbox does updates as they're upward updating the operating software it currently starts overwriting the old one it doesn't download the first one first then overwrite it and delete the old one no it downloads it and overwrites it As it's downloading. So if something happens and your system is cut off. You're screwed because it doesn't have enough of the new one to read it. And there's not enough of the old one for it to backtrack. And I've learned that when I turned it on and said it said install operating software. Which I tried all the hoops and whistles and everything and nothing worked. Get the flash drive. Nothing worked. I wound up having a dead console. Where with PlayStation it completely downloads the new one. And then installs it, doesn't delete the old one until it's installed the new one. It just keeps like a copy of the old one and then it erases the old one because the blackout happened and both my systems were updating. PlayStation was like, Hey, your system got unplugged. We just rolled it back to your other one. Uh, don't do that again. (laughs) I was like, my bad. It was a blackout. Microsoft was like, Yeah, we can't read the software. You pretty much got a dead system. Have fun. And after that, I was like, I, I can't go back. I, I can't go back. I just probably had bad luck with this stuff. I'm sure there's people are like, I've never had a problem. That's like with me with PlayStation. I've never had a problem. That's the only reason Microsoft pushed me that way. <laughs> I can't trust their, I can't trust their, their, their products. Trust Tree broken. Trust Tree was broken. But anyway, what do you guys think is going to be game of the year? We would love to hear from you. What game do you want to win in what category doesn't have to be game of the year. What game would you love to see win in a certain category that is available for the game awards? We would love to know. Hit us up in discord, hit us up on our social media and Instagram. Um, and if you guys want to check out our other podcast, the afterthoughts after dark, hit us up on Patreon, patreon.com forward slash OSN media, where it is our exclusive all topic podcasts for you guys that might want to change of pace. I promise you will not be disappointed. It's really, really good. Um, easy listening and ad free. So make sure to go and check that out. And if you guys are watching this on YouTube, check out all of our past episodes. Uh, I know last week Warner said I make some off the wall predictions that sometimes come true. If you want to find out for yourself, check those past episodes check the dates that they were released <laughs> and then look in the news for the date that some things were announced i think we did one with um discord and youtube yeah when they were talking about we, uh, coming together in a partnership we,
1: we, we predicted that one about a year 10 months to a year in advance surprisingly yeah. and then we revisited. I, I was kind of joking a little bit like when, yeah. when i brought it up
2: and i think like we came back to talk about it in a week later there you go um so check it out guys it, it's you know we, we cover a lot of a lot of stuff that has happened and transpired in the industry before it happened we do research we pay attention to the trends and we just make some um hypothesis that sometimes come to be but anyway we're out of here you guys have been amazing take care of yourself and each other and we will catch all you wonderful people on the next podcast